0: Welcome to another episode of the Pig PigX Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Delaney Howell. On this installment of the show, we're talking about people, which is something we've talked a lot about in season one, which is why we brought it back again for season two. We're going to be talking today with two women in the swine industry about those human components on the farm. And although today's episode is a short one, it's action-packed. As we've talked about previously, the people aspect of hog production can really make or break an operation. Employees are just as important to the farm as the pigs are, because they have a direct impact on the quality of life and survivability of those hogs we care for. Our first guest is a familiar voice to the podcast, Valerie Detlinger, Chief Analytics Officer at Summit Smart Farms, who, yeah, you have guessed it, we had on back in Season 1. Today, Valerie gives us a refresher on what it means to find the right people for the right job. So without further ado, let's dive in.
1: Yeah, so there's inherent strengths that each person has. People are passionate about different things. And so when we can find that balance where they're able to do things that they are good at, plus things that they're passionate about, it makes them the right person for the right job.
0: And that sounds good in theory, but how do you go about actually implementing that and finding what people's strengths are? Do you give them quizzes?
1: Well, yeah, kind of. Um, (laughs) So there's all kinds of personality assessments that you can take that really help point to a person's strengths. Some of them also can help point to what things that they're passionate about as well. And so I think it's really important to get to know their strengths and then to start those discussions. Well, you may be really good At being detail-oriented. So, does that mean that you like to do paperwork or do you like to be detail-oriented in a different way, like observing things? And so, having conversations with your team about their strengths, but also the things that they really like to do.
0: So, what kind of things do you put in place to, do you give people disk tests? Because you mentioned that today at the conference.
1: Yeah. So, I think it's really important that you have some sort of assessment that you use with your team. And, you know, the DISC assessment is one that's not expensive. And so it's important to use that with every caretaker or every individual on your team because it will help teach them so much about themselves. It will help you understand them better. And it also helps them in their home lives as well. So it's just a really nice advantage to invest in your people that way. Valerie, are there
0: certain types of personalities or characteristics that make people
1: better suited to do different roles in the swine industry? Yeah, there definitely are. So some people are really big picture thinkers and they're really good at doing some of the planning and the organizing of Task where somebody else is very heads down, want to focus on one thing at a time and don't bring me problems because they overwhelm me. And so, yeah, there's really a lot of ways to use somebody's strengths and their characteristics to help get them in the right position within an operation, within any organization.
0: Now, Valerie, we've really gotten into the thick of it with the people conversation, but what are some other things that you keep in mind when talking to operations or producers about their employees?
1: you know, how do you help somebody find their passion? And you can ask a couple of questions around that. What do you enjoy doing? What jobs do you look forward to be able to do? What do you wish you could do more of? And what flies by? You know, when you're doing a certain job, does the time just fly by when you do that? It's probably something you like. It's probably something you're passionate about. And it's probably something you're good at too.
0: And A lot of these things we're talking about feel like they could be applied to really any industry or any sector of agriculture. How do you make it specific to swine?
1: Well, I think part of that is the experience of someone knowing what the inherent strengths are for each role, but it's also about testing it and proving it within your own system. So it's not a perfect science, but there are ways that you can look at certain tasks and say, okay, this requires a lot of detail. This person's really good at detail. So this may be the right fit for them and vice versa.
0: And sometimes even when you're in the right role, it's still hard to maybe have drive, have passion for what you're doing, how do you continue to motivate those people and encourage them to participate and to care?
1: Yeah. So motivation is really individual specific. So there are things that motivate me that may not motivate you and may not motivate five other people. And so understanding what motivates an individual is really important. And so having those conversations to when you see somebody waning in motivation being able to know how to best motivate them. So many times people want to reward and motivate people by pulling them up in front of a crowd and making a big deal about it. Very few people actually find that motivating. And so you can actually demotivate people by trying to motivate them in a way that they don't appreciate.
0: That's crazy. You can demotivate people. Yeah. When you're trying to motivate them. Yeah. Okay. So Valerie, if you had to give folks listening a couple take-home messages of something they can take right now, put it in their operation, what's a good way to start? Where's,
1: where's the place to start? I think the place to start is to have a conversation with each of your team members and find out what do you really like to do and maybe what do you really not like to do. And it doesn't mean that they won't ever have to do that thing that they don't like to do, but maybe you can find a way for them to do less of it and increase the amount of time for them to do the things that they really like. I think you'll see a big difference in how well they perform. You'll see a big difference in their willingness to take on other tasks. And you'll see them stay in your operation longer.
0: But before I let you go, you mentioned doing different assessments. How are... Or where's a place that producers or people running swine systems can go to find some of these resources?
1: So you can go to summitsmartfarms.com and we are utilizing the Cloverleaf platform that um, has nine different assessments on it and have lots of experience being able to teach teams about it in the production level as well as in the executive level. A lot of
0: great information there from Valerie, but let's switch gears here a little and introduce our second guest. As we continue to talk about the people aspect of the business, our next guest is more than qualified to talk about it. Dr. Sarah Profs-Miller gives us a deeper look at the people side of the business and shares some of her thoughts. Sarah's the creative director and president of AgCreate Solutions and an active veterinarian. So let's turn it over to our conversation with Sarah.
2: It really takes people to make pork, you know, and as a veterinarian, that's one thing I realized very early on is that, um, I would go on farm. I would be so excited and I'd have, you know, what I thought were great ideas. Right. And I would work to implement change. And then a month later I'd come back and I, nothing would have changed. And I'm like, Was I I not inspiring enough? Was I not, you know, I really started to self-examine. And it became very clear that if I was going to make a difference in the lives of people and pigs, that I had to figure out how to influence people to change behavior. And so I really focused my veterinary career on studying that to complement motivating a great culture of care so that we can motivate people to offer great care to pigs day in and day out.
0: How do you get even those most entry level employees to care about their jobs and care about the industry?
2: Well, we talk about day one pig care a lot, but day one people care. Their first day, it needs to be a part of the mantra of what they experience on your farm. Um, Your farm must exude a culture of care, and that starts by caring for your people we cannot just throw our folks into doing jobs day in and day one you have to have a planned orientation experience that gradually exposes them to tasks in a way that follows the science of how adults learn and so if you just throw someone up on a ski slope that's a double diamond they're going to fail but that's how some of our folks feel on some of these pig farms if we just say oh go start with processing pigs oh oh go 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 help pressure wash they don't have a vision of where they fit in the larger picture of things. And so you, as an owner, as a, as a manager, as a leader on your farm, you have to be strategic about how you implement an orientation curriculum that lets people know you care about them. And I tell you what, when you care about your people, they'll care about the pigs. And that's what we have to do day in and day out to even retain our license to sell pigs. And these days, if you don't care about pigs... It's, it's, it's something where if you get an undercover video on your farm and it goes uh, viral, the first thing that happens to you is you lose the right to sell pigs. So this is more than just positively impacting survivability. It's more than, than all of those factors. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do if you're going to run a business. It's the right thing to do if you're a human caring for animals. And we've got to um, accept that responsibility.
0: Talk to us a little bit more about your role in the consulting area and how you go in and work with primarily swine industries, it sounds like, but others too.
2: Yeah, you know, as a consultant, I have a little bit of a different approach than, you know, it's important to do a herd walkthrough. It's important to look at the records, but I really ask if I can go in and be a new employee in their system. I'll say, yeah, um, when are you gonna wean? I'd like to be taught how to wean pigs on your system because I can get a better feel by being treated like a new employee as to what needs fixed to help the pigs if I can experience that. And so I, I will put on my coveralls and do rag and step in and, and very often the staff don't even know who I am and that's okay. And I'll, they'll teach me how to vaccinate, they'll teach me how to do all these things. And, and I have found that I learn more that way Than by just walking through or looking at records, we have to get in the barn and we have to interact with people. And sometimes it's best if you do more listening than you do talking.
0: And so when you're doing this talking, you're working with employees, you know, the upper level management is coming in and working with the lower level folks. It's also important to set goals for people. How do you go about doing that in the swine industry? Right. I guess
2: I think we've got a bad disease right now in the swine industry called over-goal setting. We have all these numbers, all these statistics, all these places we want to get and be and reach. But the person on farm doing the job day in and day out often feels very discouraged by those goals. Because they don't understand how it impacts their day-to-day life. And so today we talked about how it's often kind of like the the family vacation where you have, you know, Sammy and Susie in the back seat and Sammy's saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And Susie's like, oh, wow, look at the mountains or look at this. And and sort of enjoying the trip along the way. If Sammy never reaches his goal, he's going to be devastated. And sometimes that's how folks feel on farm. they're, They're inundated with all these numbers, they have to reach to like, be good enough. And then they never get there and we wonder why they leave. So somehow as an industry, we have to celebrate the culture of care in a way that brings it to life and makes it more than just numbers.
0: You know, and Valerie was sharing from a people aspect to the DISC profile. There's high D folks who are very de- or very driven, very results oriented. And you have people that are more detail oriented and methodical. And those are very different people. And that, I think, ties nicely or segues into your discussion about value focused or goal focused farms. Tell us what that means.
2: Right. So a value focused farm versus a goal focused farms. I think it's easiest explained by just, you know, thinking about, what does your farm do first thing every day? Is it walk around and pick up the dead? Or is it, I'm going to find the pig or pigs that need help getting colostrum to make sure that I'm helping pigs live? It's very simply, are you valuing picking up deads more than helping pigs live? And when you think about what you're prioritizing, you know, you may have values written down on paper that you have on your website. But I suggest everyone goes to their farm and figures out whether their values are living or not and and assess themselves pretty tough. Because if we're gonna make a difference in piglet survivability, if we're gonna make a difference on the culture of care, we gotta take a hard look at ourselves. And there's things that we can do better and we need to ensure that our values written down on our website, on our papers, are actually living on farms. With some farms we've worked to help them come up with competency assessments that represent their values because that's important what tasks on farm represent your values in a way that you can make sure that they're living that you can measure whether they're living then get out on farm and do it go on the farms and say hey today i'm your student today i'm your new employee teach me how to monitor sales to say pharaoh And, and be quiet let your people speak
0: Well, as we kind of wrap things up here, we always like to ask our guests for just a couple take home messages. You know, what are things that can keep top of mind for producers listening? What's something to easily implement in their operation?
2: Yeah. Gosh, words matter. One thing that's so easy to implement is really watch yourself. It's so easy to get caught up in a culture of bad-mouthing people or bad-mouthing situations or bad-mouthing pigs. But our words, science shows they they become predictive behaviors. So one thing you can do today is assess yourself. How much negativity are you spouting out of your own mouth? Because words become prophecy and prophecy becomes real. That's something you can change.
0: As she mentioned there, it takes people to make pork. And as producers, we need to invest in our people. After all, they do play an essential role in production. Both of our guests gave us some great messages today and we thank them both for joining us. But as they both mentioned, having conversations with employees while sometimes difficult is essential. You can learn what motivates them, what challenges them, and simultaneously improve working conditions and operations. Tune in next month as we continue to talk about swine survivability and all the moving parts associated with it. Until next time, I'm Delaney Howell, and this has been the PigX Podcast.
2: PigX is a national podcast hosted by the Pig Livability Project Partners at Iowa State University, Kansas State University, and Purdue, and supported by the Iowa Pork Industry Center. For more information on the project, head to www.piglivability.org or to inquire directly with questions regarding the project, email ipic at iastate.edu. PigX. Ideas in the swine industry worth sharing.